Hey guys, welcome to another episode of the Muscle Mind Podcast. This is episode number 20. I am here joined, uh, oddly enough, virtually. Cody's <laughs> way out in Nashville. He decided to jump ship on Birmingham and leave everybody. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> we're going uh, to dive into carb cycling today. And uh, this might ramble on to do or into all kinds of different uh, things. But the base premise is going to be around the good old carb cycling. I think it's a good timing too, man, because... Cody, I'm sure you've heard about that fast fa- – is it faster way to fat loss? Yeah, I think I've recently heard of that. The past couple of weeks, I believe, people yeah. have talked about it. Yeah. Yeah. Is it is it faster or fast fastest? I think it's faster, faster yeah, way to fat loss. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's faster. Yeah. yeah. And uh, the main – I guess one of the main, main uh, principles in that is carb cycling. There's several different, different angles. I think there's like macros and there's carb cycling and there's, there's all kinds of different angles of it, but one of them is carb cycling. So, yeah. So with, um, when you first think of carb cycling, of course I know there's different, um, you know, different avenues or different ways that you can go about doing it as far as timing and throughout workouts or whatever, like what's, um, I'm curious to see what people have tried before, but what, what's first pops into your head as far as how you've used it before. Well, car- carb cycle, whenever I first think about it, I think about fat loss and that's just kind of where my mind jumps to. And it's really a good, um, plateau buster as well. If you kind of uh, stuck on a certain weight or you can't, you're, you're, you're kind of not making those, uh, gains as they say these days in the gym or something like that. It's always good. A really excellent, easy way to, um, change up how you eat your eating patterns to kind of boost past that one little wall that you're hitting. That's what comes yeah. in my mind. Yeah. yeah. Have you, um, so I guess, if you will, for I guess for those listening, kind of mm-hmm. what does that really mean as far as like carb cycling in general? Sure. So like, um, which I'm a huge proponent of macros. So counting macros, you got protein, carbs, you got fats. Whenever you do carb cycling, all you're doing is essentially tricking your body. So let's say if you lay out a good solid seven-day plan, you're going to choose, uh, and it, it does honestly vary, um, with how many, you know, kind of what you do and how far you drop your carbohydrates down. But the base, just a, a, a base principle of it would be if you have a seven day breakdown, you pick two or three days that you're going to have a low carb day Yeah. and you pick, you know, two or three days, you're going to have a high carb day and you have like a moderate day. Um, so, you know, and I've heard some people going into low carb all the way down to, you know, 30 and 40 carbs a day yeah. and then jumping that high carb up to 300, Jeez. you know, which really, really alters your caloric intake because you still want to keep your protein and fat at the same, the yes. same macro number, same caloric number that you're at. And it really does. I think it's um, ISSA where I got certified from. It's, it's called the zigzag method. Huh which is essentially what carb cycling is. They just call it something different where your calories are zigzagged. So, you know, day one, you might be intaking 2000 calories. Day two, it might drop down to 1200. Day three, up to 3000. That, and all you're doing is adjusting your carbohydrates. Right. So do that's I, kind of, yeah. Yeah. Well, so for you, and I know you, I'm sure you just naturally do it this way, but mm-hmm. would you say that you base your workouts like um, around like, you know, kind of the high carb days or the days that you have a higher workout or how do you do that? Absolutely. And and it's, that's what gets more into the in-depth and difficult aspect of carb cycling because you, you, you definitely do. If you're, 
if you're going to go into the gym and you know it's going to be a heavy strength day and you're going to, uh, you know, spend a good amount of time in the gym lifting real heavy, you want to have a lot of carbohydrates. You want to have that energy source that, that you need to get through that workout. And then on like right. your low carbohydrate days, that might be one of your, uh, you know, rest days, or it could be one of your easy days in the gym. And that can be very difficult to, um, you know, kind of plan out because, a, a large portion of weight loss and gaining weight or any kind of fitness goal. A lot of that is planning and that's what right. a lot of people struggle with. So when you get into the whole carb cycling and matching up your workouts, it is a part of it, but it's not, it's not everything, you know, you don't have to do it that way. Sure. Yeah. Right. It just makes that to me, I don't know. It just makes more sense to try and do it, do it that way. Cause I mean, could you imagine going in and trying to do it? Oh. Intense workout on a low carb day. I it mean, would suck. Yeah, you're not gonna be there. So. Right, and you need that, and you need that nutrition and those carbohydrates to refuel yourself after your workouts. Right. Which Do is. You know, no, go ahead. No, go ahead. <laughs> you're good. Because I know we've, I know we've covered some other things as far as like, you know, intermittent fasting. Yeah. And, you know, um, oh shoot, what was the other one we covered the other day? Keto. Keto. Which, yeah. If y'all have not listened to that that episode, please do because Rachel yeah, Davis. Oh, got so good. Box, yeah, <laughs> so I, good. I, that is still I like saw that. her the other day at Lifetime, actually. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, I did. Yeah. It's like five in the morning. She's, she's intense, man. But yeah, she was like, "It's not keto. Whatever you're doing, it's not yeah, keto. that's right." So um, but and I, it's, I'm kind of curious. Go ahead. No, it's it's really the same with carb cycling. People think that they're carb cycling, but and it, it's the same with people who think right. that they're doing keto you're actually not most right, of the time yes. so do you feel like with with carb cycling is it something that you actually do in the stays for like a few months i mean to go ahead and get kind of the weight loss down is is it something that it kind of comes a little more ingrained into you know how you kind of approach your week or sure great or, great great question the, the how i would use carb cycling is number one you, you definitely want to be have a good sense of your body and kind of what your body needs to perform in the gym and really outside the gym as well. But, you know, if, if you have a good understanding of kind of where your carbohydrates need to be for you to feel good, um, then I could, I would definitely say that, you know, giving carb cycling to try is, is, is going to be very beneficial to you because you have a general understanding of, of your body. Um, If it's someone that, that has never worked out before, and they, they haven't really honed in on how much they're eating, then, you know, carb cycling is going to be difficult because you don't know where to start. Yeah. It's very confusing. Uh, yeah. yeah. But it's for, you know, but if you're going on vacation in like 30 days or you have a wedding coming up or some kind of event or photo shoot, yeah, it's phenomenal to do Yeah, because it's, yeah, it's going to, it's going to lean you out really, really quickly. If you do it properly with proper exercise, obviously, but right. it's, de- it's definitely going to lean you out quickly. Yeah. yeah. Well, it makes sense. I mean, especially since you're controlling it, you're, you're not having to right. act every single day where you're just, where it seems to suck for the first, sure. you know, right. couple of weeks, like when we were talking about the keto and people trying to do low carb all the time. Um, but, but to be able to kind of come in and out, you know, it's pretty, pretty intense and, and pretty, pretty cool to me. It's, I, I don't know. I think yeah. carb cycling has probably been more, um, more interesting to me as far as to consider it. Cause I know low carb every day for me, I love people, but I'm gonna. I'm not gonna like. Oh, hungry. So yeah, that's right. And and <laughs> and you do, and you and people get ill. But it's amazing what if if you do carb cycling for a week or two or whatever, and you you have that low carb day, and you you feel you feel it, 
Yeah. And then you, then whenever you transition, have that high carb day, you're, you're like, you're Superman. Right. Yeah. It's really, it's really odd. Yeah. It's a really, really unique feeling. Yeah. It's pretty cool. But to, to kind of piggyback off the intermittent fasting, you could, you could do, you know, carb cycling and intermittent fasting is a, is a one, two punch from hell. It's, it's a, it's yeah. a phenomenal way to do that. Um, but again, you still have to have a, a baseline of where, yeah, where, where your carbohydrate level needs to be to begin with. Right. In order to be, for it to be very effective and not to be overly confusing. Yeah. And, and to, to just completely drain you. Right. So what it's about really... these, what about these, um, I don't know if you're familiar with this, but I know in you, you are, but like I was doing some research on kind of carb cycling and somebody was talking about like scheduled refeeds you ever heard of that of course yeah <laughs> yeah so scheduled scheduled refeeds uh, it's, okay you know how uh, I know you've heard about this I know you've seen this and dealt with it someone who is working out really hard and they're eating really clean and then they just kind of stop yeah and then they go out with their significant other or whatever and they go have this large meal yeah and they wake up and they've lost two or three pounds right. that's yeah, that's where your body's just getting so used to just following this strict regimen, and it just kind of it stopped. It stopped the progress. It knows what you're what what it's getting and what it's taken out. Right. And we have a refeed day, which is essentially a a cheat day. You just basically eat whatever you want, and basically that pretty much tricks your body. It, it's yeah. to be as simple as as it, it's put. It pretty much tricks your body. Your metabolism gets boosted. It just kind of changes everything. Right. But the hard part about refeed days is <laughs> the day after. Yeah. Because you got to get right back on, you know, that, that strict, that strict program that you're following or that low carb day that you run back into. And right. it's, it's like a, you hit a freaking wall. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, okay. I mean, they're, they're definitely a thing that it, it goes along with carb cycle and refeed days, which could be considered a high carb day. Sure. Yeah. But I can really see it because um, if your body's already kind of getting used to that, you know, that ramped up burning mode and then you give more on more, basically you're giving it more to have to, to burn that off. Right. But I can see too, the benefit of the, the, you know, the refeed day is, you know, what ends up happening with a lot of people that do these like hard diets or low carb diets and just go into it, hating it is, is because you are like, you're putting a lot of stress on your body because you're yeah. not giving it enough. So I don't know. I like the idea of it because you're, you know, you're restricting calories, so therefore you're obviously you're dropping fat and those types of things. Um, then you know if you're not careful by not having um, you know a steady kind of flow of food, how your your body may fight and start developing a little more inflammation in it. Those types yep. of things, which can cause sickness. And mm -hmm. so a refeed day, I could see where your body not only does it burn, just kind of resets and, itself. Yeah, it kind of resets itself. It kind of gives it the nourishment that it needs. I mean, right. You know, I know you can pretty much just eat about anything, but I, I don't know how people can come off of have a cheat day and eat like two pizzas. That <laughs> yeah, it's it is tough, and it that's the it's it's hard to kind of transition back to eating that normal. But it's important that you do. So if you have like a refeed day and you're you're just pounding all kind of stuff, you know, you don't want to wake up that next day and just don't eat anything. You know, right. and what's a lot of people do? They'll you know. They, they just, yeah, it's they like, think oh, it, I basically, right. I've hit my quota for like the next three days. So I got to starve myself. Right. The and days. then your that's metabolism just goes to shit and that's just not, yeah. not what you want to do. Yeah. yeah. But, you know, having that, having that, you know, high, high, high carb or 
if you want to call it like a refeed day uh, yeah. where you're not counting anything, you're just kind of, you're, you're eating whatever you want. And then that next right. day, you still gotta, you still gotta, uh, don't try to cancel it out with not eating a thing. You still right. got to kind of get back on that moderate or that low carb day, getting in your protein, getting in your fats, th- those type of things. A lot of people don't do that. They just think, oh, I had a pizza last night, so I'm not going to eat breakfast the next morning. You know? Right. You know? Yeah. It's, it's just like sleep. I mean, you can't, you can't catch up on sleep. You just have to get back to a, right. whatever routine it is in order to benefit yourself moving forward. And, and that's a great people point. Think, and people think diet's the same way. And, or I mean, diet's the opposite. It's not. It's the same way. Like just, you can't just make up for eating a huge pizza. You just got to get back right on the schedule that you're supposed to, and your body will regulate itself. Right. Um, it's just amazing. I mean, it's like anything else. If you're consistent with it and um, yep. can control that, you know, coming on and off, which I'm sure is hard for everybody in the beginning. Um, but then I've heard where some people will start to really look forward to it. It's like, ooh. Yeah, that's I, another I, I thing. Got my, I, got my, I got my refeed, my cheat days tomorrow, man. I've been looking forward to it all week. That's right. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's kind of like a reward for yourself. And right. if you're already lean uh, or, or, you know, if you're uh, starting a good, you know, distance away from whatever your your, your end date is, you, you can yeah. throw in two refeed days or you know, you don't have to limit yourself to just to just one, right? Uh, which is the very you know, which is obviously a a good thing, you know, for this particular situation. But, um, you know, as far as like intermittent fasting and doing like a low carb day, you know, that's going to be tough. Right. That's one of those. You know, that's a rest day. That's going to be a low intensity workout, not very long stretching, foam rolling, little ab work, something like that, because you're not going to have that that energy and that fuel to kind of refuel yourself right which is important you know one thing i was kind of thinking of earlier too and i you know i've kind of looked up some of this stuff and i know which is like any other diet there's going to be different angles and different somebody's going to put their spin on it so then you know what is really what is the foundation of the diet but right yeah I'm thinking about two and i don't know if it really parallels with it but it is a, it is a type of carb like cycling but that's as far as like carb loading yeah more like you know, endurance athletes. I think there's a, there's kind of a misconception out there with, with how to actually carb load too. Um, with, sure. Which I have well, pretty good, you know, familiarity with it, but, but go ahead. I'm kind of curious as to your, well, car- carbs get an absolutely terrible rap. Yeah. But you, you know, they, have <laughs> you, you have to have, I mean, that's your main energy source. I mean, uh, you know, Dr. Davis, she, she, she talked about, you know, like before races, loading up on food you know you, you've got to go eat I, I don't know exactly what she said but yeah. you know you want to eat food before your race you want to be stuffed because you've, you've got to you've got to use that as your energy source and depleting right. all your carbohydrates which well is essentially keto yeah uh, it, it's tough it's a lot a lot of people can't handle that and that's when you, you, you were talking about the keto you get the keto flu you get sick you just feel like absolute death Right. <laughs> you do, yeah. And so that I don't, you know, as far as, car, you know, carb loading, I don't know a whole lot about carb loading. So sure. I'll, I'll kind of lean to you on that expertise, but I do know that carbs do get a very terrible rap. And yeah. Carbs come in many, many forms. Right. And that's true too. And that's the hard thing. I think a part of, for a lot of people is, you know, what is a good carb and a bad yeah. carb. And to me, the, the quickest way to kind of think about it is think about it. Anything that you can eat in the, in the closest to its natural state that it is, 
it's going to be naturally healthy for you. So, sure. um, but I mean, obviously even there's certain fruits that can spike your insulin and stuff. Oh yeah. Sweet yeah, potatoes for- and this stuff that's going to be closer in its natural state is always going to be going to be better for you and usually will digest differently than something that's like refined sugar or whatever. Right. Well, you have that fast, that fast digesting, you know, right. Slow digesting, all, you know, those kinds of the complex carbohydrates versus simple carbohydrates. Right. That's so like on the, right. Yeah. I mean, so like on the carb loading aspect of it, so there's a lot of different theories I think that people's had in the, in the past and, you know, carb loading is usually specifically for some type of endurance sport. I mean, cause yeah. obviously if you're going to load up on carbs and then not burn them off, then it's only going to get stored as fat. Sure. So, I mean, clearly, you don't want to do it. But the misconception, which is kind of interesting, and, I th- and Rachel does touch on it uh, in one of her podcasts. I think it might have been on the, the one we're talking specifically about her, yeah, mm-hmm. her being the fuel coach. Um, is that, uh, yeah, so like a lot of people think, oh, I can go eat like spaghetti the night before a race and, and I'm going to be good to go. And it, yeah. it actually doesn't really work that way. You have to, uh, from what I've studied over the years, you have to start like a few days prior. Right, right. If you're doing it the night before, it's going to kind of be, you might get a little bit of benefit, but not much. It's just going to burn off. But if you can actually have a higher carb lead up and get those like stored in your body and in your fat cell, you know, like in your actual muscles. Right. Um, kind of throughout your, you get your blood, You basically you're building up your reserve to be able to pull from, from because you're going to go much farther or at least even harder and longer than you normally would on on the average day. Right. And it's kind of like the extreme standpoint, and then I can kind of back off on this, and we can switch it. Still there? Yeah, I'm here. Okay, cool. Somebody's somebody trying to call in. This is the, the Uh-oh. Uh, I can edit that out. No, it's cool. The beauty of trying to do this stuff. Um, anyway. Yeah. So yeah, kind of on the extreme end is like people. You've heard of people like swimming the English Channel, or they'll do like an ultra run, and so they'll right. be like, they'll actually put on like twenty. Oh yeah, for sure. Back. Yeah. <laughs> because by the time they're done with their race or their whatever they're doing, they basically burnt that much body fat, so they actually have to even gain stuff. So that, but right. that's obviously that's more of like a that's an extreme but it's there's benefits and usages of it all so that's just one well, one area of, kind of the carb sure well they 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 do the uh they do the very similar thing as far as bodybuilding too for shows yeah you know, I, was they, curious, I wanted you to touch on that aspect of because yeah yeah you yeah. have that you have what they call like a peak week where you essentially dehydrate your body where you're right. you're intaking just a very low level of carbohydrates you're basically all protein and right. you're taking like a little, you know, spoonful of water for a week. You basically dehydrate <laughs> your body. And then the Friday night before the show, you go and on a lower level of kind of what you're talking about with athletes, you go and you, you, you basically carb load and you go have a pizza and a burger and it, and it essentially fills you out. So it, all that goes straight into your body, into your muscles. and It makes you look bigger. Yeah it's kind of, it kind of uses it, uses, they kind of use carbohydrates that way where you just dehydrate your body so much and you just overload it with all kind of crap. And yeah. then boom, you, you kind of, you, you, you kind of fill out just a little bit, get all vascular and veiny and all this kind of stuff. Yeah. It's super. So crazy. there's a lot of ways you can do it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, honestly, the reason I got into 
into exercise science and health and fitness and years ago is because of the complexity of the human the more that you know the more than the more that you can manipulate it into the favors of however you want to use it but sure yeah. a lot of people just overcomplicate it though and you know a lot of these are very specific lifestyles of people and mm-hmm. um you know like what we, what we always say at the end of pretty much every podcast is that you know you got to you know, try stuff out, but you got to do what fits you and then fits your lifestyle. Right. And that's, that's very, very, very true. And carb cycling does not fit a lot of people's lifestyle. It really doesn't. I mean, if you're, if you're, you know, married with, you know, four or five kids and they're, they're all wanting something different for dinner and you've got to make all (laughs) these different things, you know, that's, that's, you know, it takes a lot of energy and that's a lot going on, but you know, if you're, if you have the time to plan it out and schedule it and, you know, the, you know, kind of go at it at that angle, yeah. crop cycling can be for sure, for sure beneficial, especially if you do have an event coming 30, 45 days out. Cause crop cycling for a long periods of time can be very, very strenuous and difficult. Right. Yeah. You know, it makes me think, cause I know a lot of our, a lot of our listeners, I mean, we do have trainers, we do have just all walks of life, but we do have plenty who are, you know, kind of just general, uh, general health and fitness and, and lifestyle. And, mm-hmm. you know, what's interesting to me is thinking about people who, you know, it's, it's rare that you get an entire family all at one time that wants to make a change, right? Sure. It's yeah. It's, it's one person, it's the, the mom or the, uh, or, you know, the husband or wife is usually one person that's trying to do it. And then of course we, as, as trainers, we tend to hear everybody complain about, I just wish everybody would get on board. And, you know, here I am trying to, to make this lifestyle change and eat, you know, do yeah. my keto and there's, there's Krispy Kreme sitting on the counter. Yeah. And with what I've learned though, and this is kind of a recent scenario, you know, cause right before I moved up here uh, to Nashville, you know, we, I was working with a certain guy and then um, one, of, one of our trainers was gracious enough to take over working with this specific guy. And, mm-hmm. you know, his family uh, overall is not trying to go down the same path of, of leaning up and, you know, living healthy like he is, but, Yet the yet the mom actually you know does all the cooking. Yeah, and so she's having to kind of guess, and, right? And it gets kind of frustrating. Well, the the particular trainer, well Rick, I just name him, but they actually you know kind of met talked the other day, and and she asked him like, well, what does he need to be eating? Like, and, and why does he need to be eating it? And so now she started cooking that stuff. Yeah. So I think a lot of people try and just wish that their family members would get on board versus actually telling them why they're trying to do what they're trying to do right and actually kind of having a conversation about just because i'm trying to restrict don't mean you got to cut everything out but here's why i'm doing it because it's just like anything else in life the more that you are able to understand it and become educated about it the more it's going to make sense and the more that you know it's just going to work out better for everybody so absolutely i mean that's that's very true though but i mean as far as like a social support i mean that's one of the main things if i sit down with a client especially in the very beginning is what is your social support like what is you do everyone support what you're doing and in making those small little changes if you don't have any social support and explaining you know why you're doing it and and like you said that that can be very impactful on people just communication in general when it comes when it comes to that 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 angle of the social support for sure well what i mean what do people usually criticize the most is stuff they don't understand they make fun of things they don't understand right usually so it's like if if you can help educate them or help like just explain look this is why i gotta eat this at a certain time or this is why i'm trying to do it 
you know, just hanging there with me instead of giving me a hard time. Like, oh, so-and-so is going keto again, you know. Yeah, and I think I mean, it, yeah. I th- but it's so true, though. I mean, I think, you know, that what, what instantly pops into my head is CrossFit. Right, These yeah. people are, are, you know, they're like, oh, you just don't understand. Or I love CrossFit so much. Well, what do you love about it? Oh, you just don't understand. You know, I can't really explain it. You know, that's right. that could be an, an angle of why, CrossFit gets such a bad rap because I think so. I think so because it, and that's why people will sometimes kind of you know claim it as cultish. Of course, yeah. I know yeah. the awareness is getting you know more and more understanding. But the where I've gained a lot more respect for it is by friends of mine who have explained it. Right. <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah. Not necessarily formatting, but at least like the paleo and the reasons for doing it. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, that type of stuff. Um, you know, so I mean, there's the there's the all sincere side of it. You know, if you're out there trying to to make some changes really you know really try and help your family or your friends understand why why you're doing it now i agree i don't know if you want, if you want to stay on that note but you know i recently posted that because you know how much i freaking love um john chris and then uh yeah that trays the other guy yeah um, but i posted that video about <laughs> about he, he's kind of like everybody on a diet and basically it's oh like, yeah my god that dude's hilarious man it's so fun because it because there's that side of it too of it really being uh of course it's a spoof but it's it's more of time people do ketos to, in order to just to jump on a bandwagon or to it's to true bring it, right. attention to their self it's like oh no is that you know is that gluten-free or is that you know it's so funny how there's that side of it too which is crazy so yeah, funny it's true well you know, that's, you know, uh, dealing with the general public like we do. We, we deal with the general public, and I'm sure people that deal with the general public understand right. that it, there's all kinds of people, and people have different motives and all this kind of stuff. And as far as, you know, saying someone saying, yeah, I'm doing CrossFit, and they just kind of brag about it, and like the keto, and they kind of brag about it or, you know, whatever the case may be, <laughs> it, it's just a, it's it's amazing that, that that they that that's kind of a thing though you know yeah that that people are bragging about that but it's like you said it's more or less just to get attention and then those particular things end up getting bad raps and right you know people get injured because they're just trying to show off or say that they they're doing this and people can mess up their metabolism forever jumping on keto and they don't understand what it is um, or, yeah. you know, my friend's doing keto, so I'm going to go try it. And they go read an article and then they say that they're on keto. Yeah. You know, that, 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 that type of situation, but you're right. P- people, people love to talk about themselves. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. I mean, that's, now that's a, that's a truth in and of itself. And that's not even, I think even with people that may not even realize it, that's kind of the truth. It's, that's kind of going back to the old book of, um, it's written in the thirties by um, Dale Carnegie. I'm sorry. It's just yeah. a note, but it's called, you know, how to win friends and influence people. Yeah. And it's a very selfish sounding name, but it really talks about how to, to build your network and how to get mm-hmm. more um, connected with people. And that really kind of speaks to, okay, find what somebody's interested in or who they care about, what they're passionate about, bring that up in conversation. And you're going to, you're going to have a friend for life. Cause that's a connection, right? Because people don't realize, you know, that, that we do like to talk about ourselves at the end of the day. Um, oh yeah. Whether we realize it or not, but there are some people that will, they will use the Instagram and, and the Facebook and the Twitter to, <laughs> you know, I got a Twitter the other day and I'm addicted. I was, I was wondering, you know, what got me on it years ago was you check into a restaurant, you know, 
you follow them or whatever, they give you half off on appetizers. That's what got oh. me started on Twitter. <laughs> that makes that makes sense. But they, I'm telling you, man, as far as news, yes, it is the fastest way to get news. That's mm-hmm. the fastest way to get news. Yes, right. it's amazing. I, I I'm completely addicted, and they've done a great job with that. <laughs> I'm well, ten well, years well, late. <laughs> yeah, I'm ten years late on it. But you know, hey, sometimes it is what it is. But that's a it's a great way to freaking keep up with the news. And I I, I was. Uh, uh, just going through stuff, and I was looking at, you know, what, what, what is it? What, what's that fat? Wendy's. Yeah, yeah. And how their their interesting marketing strategy that they have on Twitter. Huh. Of, I don't know if you've ever seen it, but it's that all they do is just make jokes about other restaurants. Oh yeah, yeah. I've heard and is blow. Yeah, it's going crazy now. You know, IHOP's doing it, and that's the influence of to kind of tie it back to the carb cycling or any, you know as far as keto pe- people are influenced by other other people's kind of actions and how much they talk about it sure and you know it, 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 even if even look at home training and how much more popularized that's that's been right. just in the you know past several years people that don't even need in-home training but they say that they have a trainer come to their home it's like one of those yeah it's just one of those things right like a uh, yeah, it's just one of those things. Yeah, people like to talk about it. Yeah, it's just so funny. I mean, but you know, there there are ways to leverage it and, and to get support out of it. It's funny to me though, kind of aside from it, is when people do jump on a bandwagon and just kind of blindly do it. Yeah, you know, that's one reason we kind of get on and talk about these topics. For one, hopefully to say kind of what people are thinking, but not saying it out loud. Um, right. But yeah. Then, but then for two, you know, actually trying to give some some foundation you know, to what, to what these hot topics are. Cause people a lot of times will just jump in it and do it and just kind of expect it, you know, things to happen or expect results. And, you know, education is power, knowledge is power. And that's where we try to, you know, at least give some, some foundational facts and try and direct you in the right direction, you know. Well, and two, two, we sit there and we, we, you know, if we, you know, decide we want to talk about a topic, we actually research it. Right. Yeah. And figure out different talking points. And, you know, I know that we've had a lot, lot going on the past month or I don't know, five or six weeks or so. Yeah. And we, we definitely plan to crank out a, a ton more. Just yeah. there's so many topics you can discuss. Oh, yeah. And, uh, you know, people have been asking about it. But and that's the thing about, you know, talking about these things is, is anyone can talk about them. Right. That's true. And they might not know a damn thing about anything. Yeah, but you can set up very easily with a couple of clicks of on your phone a platform that you can just start talking about stuff. Right, and it's just you know, yeah, it's a just the world that we live in. You have to vet things very well, and it's the same with carb cycling or keto or anything. You have to figure out what's best for you, right. and you know, instead of knocking things before you try it, or instead of uh, jumping headfirst into stuff, do your research and. Yeah, figure heck, figure if that's good for you. Heck yeah, and of course everybody is. You know, every we get very very specific to the to the people we work with directly. So that's the kind of the nature of you know what we like to kind of bring home too is that you know here's the generic information, but if you if you want more specifics on your lifestyle or how it can apply to you, that's how we can you know off the podcast how we can help in that. In oh that sure, way. yeah, I love it. Yeah, what was it? I was thinking about something the other day. Oh yeah, I, I, yeah. So we're we're somebody. I've been asked several times about the CBD oil. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
and I didn't know anything about it. So I'm sure you've done this in, in, you know, different situations in the past. Someone, people keep asking you about it. Sure. You're like, I don't know. I don't don't know. Well, either you go try it. So, you know, for yourself or you do research. So I went out and I tried it for a couple of weeks and now I have that information from my perspective to give to people who, who've asked. It's the same with carb cycling. I've done carb cycling before I've done, um, a, probably according to Rachel Davis, not keto, but what I thought at the time was keto. Sure. I almost hated it. <laughs> and, you know, I've done CrossFit and done all these other different things just to see, you know, what, what it, what it was like. So I think we need to, yeah, I think we need to, to segment that one off on its own, on its own right. Cause I, anyway, I, I actually noticed the change and, you know, that's something that's becoming very popular and uh, kind of becoming more curious about it myself. And since we talk about, a lot of the mental aspect of it too. I think that'd be a really cool episode to do. On You're talking about CBD oil? Yeah, I am. Yeah. Yeah. That's, it's been a game changer. Uh, I can tell you, I can tell whenever I don't take it. Yeah. Um, for sure. I can tell that um, my sleep, you know, even, even, ju- even just my girlfriend, she, she can always tell if I take CBD oil, she's like, you sleep like a rock. Yeah. You know, otherwise I, I I'm, I'm kind of a, a light sleeper. So I'm up and down or whatever, you know, sure. but, yeah, it's it's very interesting, man. And what I will say that I, I learned, I think I was talking to you about this, but I learned that you can actually fail a drug test on that stuff. Yeah, yeah, I remember you saying that. Yeah, yeah. Which luckily we don't have to worry about that. But you know, it's a, a lot of people do. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I think it'd be good. I think it'd be good for us to kind of study up on it too, because it's yeah popular. So I mean, it's, it's only going to get more popular. Sorry about oh, sh- yeah, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's life, man. It's life. Yeah. Somebody's having a bad day. Yeah, I guess it could always be worse. That's uh, right. <laughs> That's uh, right. Good deal. Anything and, else? Yeah, okay. I, I don't. I don't think. I don't think I have any more save rounds on carb cycling. It's pretty, pretty straightforward stuff. I mean, it's uh, you know a, a good uh, you know combination of low carb days, high carb days, refeed days, moderate carbohydrate days. The main takeaway, you know, if you take away anything, is you have to figure out where your baseline is. Right. And if you don't know what your baseline is, you can't go off of someone else's numbers. You know, if some Instagram model person is doing X amount of carbs, you know, per, per day, you can't go off of that because it, it's, it's not going to, it's probably not going to work for you. And then you're going to be frustrated and you're going to go try something else and blah, right. blah, blah. Yeah. You might be too high on your carbs. You might be too low on your carbs. I mean, you gotta, right. you gotta know, you gotta know where you're at because everybody's body is different. That's exactly correct. So, yeah. Um, yeah, man, I, I think I got that covers a, a good a lot of the, the basics. But like you said, if you guys want to hear more, you have more questions, you can always reach out to us. Uh, uh, you know, Instagram, Facebook, uh, text, whatever, um, and we'll we'll try to answer more in depth questions as much as we can. Yeah, heck yeah! I mean, we're super excited to get back on this thing. I'm sorry oh, for man. the delay, man. But I mean, shoot. It's been, been a, a lot going on. It's been a crazy last few, yeah, last like I said, last few weeks. But we're glad to be able to do this, and um, you know, forgive the audio if it's not as clear as we, you know, we just we wanted to try this out because we wanted to go ahead and get back in front of everybody. Yeah, I think it'll be okay, man. I really do. Oh, I, I mean, there's a, there's a lot of people that do it though. Yeah, it sounds good on mine too. You know, the only problem is they don't get to see our faces as much. Oh man, well, that's pro- 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 probably probably better off, man. Pro- <laughs> people probably it's probably better off, but whatever. Nah. Uh, We'll plug a little bit of the uh, sponsors. Okay, so uh, this podcast, as always, is always presented by Home Fit Fitness Consulting. Cody, you guys, oh, uh, we only 
specials for the podcast listeners? Uh, yeah, running. I mean, anybody listening, especially to this one, I mean, we usually always have one going on, but let's say we'll yeah. do 20, 20% off your first month of, of any, any service. So whether it's, that you know, thing. if you're, if you're in home, uh, in, in one of our cities of, you know, Addie down in Tampa, Boom. love for you to spread the word. Uh, we do virtual stuff that's starting to pick up. So kind of the live digital video, you know, yeah. a lot of times it's just a Facebook video stream. Yeah. You know, knocking it out that way. Yeah. Um, love it. So yeah health coach we're going to pump up all kinds of good stuff and we're just really trying to ramp up and, and help people live better lives that's right that's the end goal man that is the end goal <laughs> perfect man all right cody you enjoy nashville up there man i will and uh go duke blue devils i'm actually having dinner with heather brown and her husband tonight okay well awesome yeah. awesome we'll tell heather over at my life well loved that uh oh yeah i said hello yeah i will man for sure all right all right guys thanks for listening yeah have a good day thanks. see you later all right The Muscle Mind Podcast, optimizing your life one episode at a time.